Welcome to the Daily Thinker Podcast. This podcast is for all my people who want to be bold and radical in their faith. Especially if you like sports and you like apologetics, you are the right podcast, my friends. Welcome to the Daily Thinker Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Thinker Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about the late and great Kobe Bean Bryant. I know this week has been a tragedy just for America. So I got my guy Chop with me today, man. How you doing, Chop? Doing good, Gusto. Man, that's good, man. So, man, just these recent events of Kobe, man, it's just been crazy over these past few days. I Most mean, de- Most definitely. Sunday afternoon, you come home just ready to relax and you see the news that Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. So what you thought about that? I mean, tragedy. I, uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I mean, I, I was off work that day and just the sheer shock of it. I was actually sleeping in my room and my my mama came running in my room uh, screaming. And I'm like, I, I'm thinking somebody in my family died. And even though I never knew Kobe Bryant personally, it, it kind of feels like somebody in my family did that. It does. It I does. mean, and, and she told me the news, and and so I jump on social media. It's almost like you you, you don't even believe it. Like, but like I'm still now trying to process what happened. I I really don't even believe he's really dead. Like, like you just think of guys like Kobe, like he's so monumental. You think guys like that live forever? So, right. Man, I feel the same way. Like, I'm still trying to process everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. Even not just him, the eight others who were in the helicopter as well. I, I mean, like, it. Uh, of course, uh, all the passengers, you never want anybody to perish. But just the fact it was Kobe, the other victims too. But I think the thing that really just broke my heart was when I found out his daughter was on the helicopter with him, along with two of her teammates. Like, you, you hate for anybody to die, but especially like little kids when they haven't even true, been able to grow true. up and experience things in their life. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's really just still a tough process for me. I, I definitely shed some tears. I, I'm still shedding some, you know, so. Man, like when I heard it, they said five people died in a helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. And then the news started breaking out seven, then nine. Right. I'm like, how many – People can sit on that helicopter, right, to be right. honest. I'm like, man, it was just crazy. And then find out it was a legendary baseball coach, his wife, mm. and his daughter. Mm. And now they're just left with his son. He had to break the news that same day. Most like, day. you could just just imagine that pain that he had to go through and, just to break that news. I mean, I, and I'm going to be honest with you now. It, it kind of made me mad, all the all the false media reports. You, you know, you really don't know what to believe. And I kind of heard a story say that the Bryant family found out from TMZ first. Uh, I think the L.A. County coroner said, if I'm being correct, she didn't even have time to alert the families of the victims that they had perished. And, you you know, you get on social media, you you hear this and that. Like, I I really don't like all those false media reports like that. Like, that's not fair to the victims' families. Right, it's not. We live in (laughs) an age of fake news anyway. Like, it's fake news everywhere we look. From like this virus thing that's going on, right, right. Everybody said <laughs> they trying to stop us from doing something like all these conspiracy theories. We seeing this now with the tragedy, like these conspiracy, these conspiracy theories. True, talking about okay, Kobe did this, he did that. 
And like I'm like just calm down And it's a lot of Christians doing the same thing Saying like man Kobe he probably did a sacrifice I'm like have you even talked to God yet about this Or did you just run straight to YouTube And type in old Kobe Bryant's death And so that really blows my mind It makes me mad I wasn't even like a huge Kobe Bryant fan But he was just big for the game of basketball I fell in love with basketball through LeBron James But Kobe Bryant he he was big Basketball. I mean, he changed basketball in I mean, a sense. I mean, definitely monumental. He 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 wasn't the first, and he wasn't the last to come straight out of high school. But but what he did, like I, you you can't use this word with just anybody. But Kobe Bryant really transcended the game of basketball. Right. Like like after Jordan was retiring. I mean, if if you think about it, Gusto, young Kobe played against prime Michael Jordan, ninety six. Played against prime Vince Carter, prime LeBron, prime T-Mac, prime AI, prime KG, prime Tim Duncan. He played with prime Shaq. He he literally played against greats from the 90s, the 2000s, prime into Nash. the 2010s. Like, I, I mean, you, you know, and he was great on every level. Like, uh, he didn't win all the time. Like, you hear, hear the stories about him being, uh, in his earlier years, a bad teammate. But right. The one thing about Kobe that I just respected the most, he wasn't scared of anything. Wasn't. He yeah. wasn't. He was never scared of the moment. Like, that's the knock on LeBron all the time. Like, he's scared of the moment. Kobe was never, ever scared of the moment. Mm. Even, like, off the court now, what he was doing off the court. Yeah. Like, he's become, like, this movie icon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won an Oscar. I mean, people like Kevin Kevin Hart haven't won an Oscar yet. I, I mean. I mean, that's crazy <laughs> to think about. You, you transition into your second post-career after basketball. All you knew in your life was basketball, and now he's becoming this movie icon. And mm-hmm. it was, man, it was like it was just a sad thing to watch. Man, that helicopter just, I just, I just can't believe it at the moment, right, even at right. the moment. Well, I, I mean, yeah. to take some uh, D Wade's words, like it, it really do feel like a bad dream. Uh, I was never just the biggest Kobe fan growing up, but for me, Kobe was like the villain. To all of my heroes growing up. Because you always heard these comparisons to Michael. And I'm a Bulls fan for those of y'all out there. So I always loved Michael Jordan growing up. And they always were saying how Kobe was going to overtake Jordan. But, you know, so I never really wanted him to get that sixth championship. (laughs) And then after Jordan left, I always had T-Mac and KG. But, man. Watching Kobe go up against them, I always knew it was going to be a game right. because he was going to bring it every single time. And over the years, I got to be honest, he he really wore me down. The more I think he aged in the league and the older he got, he really started to open up and show that, hey, he's just a regular guy like the rest of us. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, he's a family man. He got kids. He, he He's actually a pretty nice person. And, right. Off the court. <laughs> and so that, that, that's why I just – Hearing something like this, I mean, my heart just breaks for Vanessa and for the rest of Kobe Bryant's family, for his three remaining daughters, and just for all the victims of the right, helicopter crash. It's, it's really just terrible. Right. You don't ever want to see anything tragic like that happen, especially with someone who's like a face of a whole state, L.A. I mean, he's the face of that whole city in L.A., even after, after his career. Facts. And to see that happen, it's like, oh, it's shocking. Most definitely. It's just like shock. That would be the last person I would think that would happen to. Like, and that's what we got. Just look at life. Like, life is fragile. Like, Most definitely. we think we have life in our hands. Like, we think we can just plan and do this tomorrow. 
do this today. Mm-hmm. And Kobe always had a mindset like, well, you need to move right now. Most definitely. Like, work right now. And I think that's the type of um, legacy he left. Mm-hmm. Like, just just work right now in the moment. He was always a moment person to me. So, mm-hmm. it was just, man, my goodness. You know, I kind of feel that's where maybe, and I'm not going to stay on this topic too long, but I feel like maybe that's where some of the conspiracy theories come from. Right. Uh, I, I just wonder, do people really understand, like, they call themselves Christians, but God really is in control. Right. God is in control. Because if you think about it, Kobe Bryant uh, on the basketball court, probably nobody could check him. Nobody at all. Uh, he had millions of dollars, all this money, had his own personal helicopter, could go anywhere in the world and be loved by fans. He had all this power and influence. But just to think, in those last moments, he couldn't do anything to save himself or the, his daughter or the other passengers. I mean, it's tragic, but I would just try to tell his fans and myself, this just shows you just the power of God. And who am I to question the man upstairs? But this one still hurts. Like, this, right. this one's going to hurt for a long time. It still hurts. It just shows you, man, death has no respect to persons at all. Great, big, tall, small, don't matter what you do in this life, man. It's it's tangible. Everything is so tangible. So that's why we need to hold the ones we love, tell them that we love them today and each and every day, and just thank God for breath in our bodies, man. Mm. We take that for granted. We think we can go to school, go to the gym, do this and do that, travel and come back home, man. That's not guaranteed. Facts. None of that is guaranteed, man. Nothing in this life is guaranteed at all. And we saw that um with Kobe Bryant, I mean, a man who we always thought was going to be able to protect himself in any type of state. Most definitely. Couldn't protect himself this time. So, man, God is definitely still in control. Mm-hmm. No matter what happened, anything tragic happened, God still is working his plan through that, even though we don't know how, but still he's working in the midst of all this brokenness, man. So we have to still thank Jesus for what, what he's doing and the Bryant family. And I pray that he just continues to bring that family peace and all the other victims as well. Most definitely. So I just want to go into like, just explain just one in one word. what you think about Kobe legacy? Just use one word. Oh man, that's tough right there. With, with a guy with a 20 year NBA career, hall of fame career. Uh, for me, one word describing Kobe's legacy, I would just have to say, Greatness, like he—he's just simply great. Like Kobe Bryant, he stepped on the court, and every night you knew, he, even if he missed ten shots in a row, he was gonna show you greatness that night. Right. And I think you even touched on it earlier. Uh, after he retired, like winning an Oscar, like it, it's not too many people can say they played in the NBA, right? And won an Oscar. Man, it's crazy. Like that's like the crown jewel for professional thespians and actors. So I just felt like Kobe was that guy. He could literally go and do anything he wanted to do and be great at it. I, I mean, the man even taught himself how to play the piano during his time in the NBA. Like, who like, does that? Who does that? Like, I need some lessons. Like, <laughs> can't play piano for nothing. I mean, heck, heck my, my parents said it took them five years to teach me how to be potty trained. So, dang. Hey. So, man, <laughs> Kobe was different. And that's my word for Kobe in one word, just different. He did everything differently, like mm-hmm. from media, the way he approached the game. Even though they say he approached the game like Michael Jordan, it seemed like he had a harder work ethic than Michael Jordan. Even though Michael Jordan is still better, 
It seemed like he worked harder than Michael Jordan. Yes. It seemed like he did everything. He walked different, even though he walked a little bit like Michael Jordan. But he walked different. He talked different. He just got his own different type of style, like with the half sleeve. Most like, definitely. he was the first person I saw, like, wear the half sleeve. Like, you see. Um, Kobe was. Kobe. Right, right. Like, you see my Montrez Harrell he wearing now, Kyrie, other people wearing in the league. Now, Kobe was the first one to wear that. And so, he was just different. Even you can talk about his shoes. I mean, the first dude to. Implement low top sneakers in basketball. I mean, flat out, he he got the best hooping shoes to me. Like point blank, period. It's not a competition to me too. But now I'm a Adidas guy. I got to go with the heart. Oh, oh. <laughs> gotta but, stick with that Nike, man. Kobe, it's like he first person in the NBA with low top sneakers. I remember that. Like mm-hmm. nobody had low top kicks yet. Yeah. Even though LeBron had the Zoom generation, the first his first shoe, mm-hmm. they were like low but mid. But Kobe's were like low cut, low like yeah. almost his ankle is almost out. L- like low like soccer players. I- right. So he did play a lot of soccer too. So maybe that oh, had true. something to do with it. But like bringing that into the game, I see everybody wear low top sneakers. Yes. I mean Kevin Durant got low top shoes. Kyrie Irving, well, not his new one, they're mid-top now. You got James Harden. You got even LeBron, he don't wear in the game, he don't, he wear like mid-top, high-top, but like his second line of shoes are all low-top. Like they make all the Adidas shoes, Nike shoes, low-top, Paul George, we saw his new PG4 drop. Yeah, like new PG4s, yeah. Like I, I like those. And I got to cop me a pair of those. Man, too. it got me thinking like, should I go back to Nike, but I can't do it. Um, Adidas, I'm still waiting on my um bag, you know, waiting for y'all to send me something. <laughs> I had to implement my begging um, segment. Y'all send me something. Hashtag Adidas send Gusto song. Hurry up and do it too, man. I'm waiting. But like for real, it was just crazy. Um, it's crazy like what he did for the game. And- man, most of, just thinking like you just mentioned how he influenced the shoe game. Like I feel like he really influenced some of the greatest players to play this game. And I wouldn't go as far. I know as a society – we tend when people pass away maybe earlier than what we expected, mm-hmm. but in God's timing, who are, yeah. who are we to question God? But when right. they leave us so soon, we tend to try to put them on a higher pedestal. True. Uh, to me, Kobe was always a top 10 greatest player, though. Now, still to this day, I wouldn't put him over Jordan. And just my personal opinion now, I feel like when it's all said and done, LeBron will be more accomplished and people will view him greater yeah. than Kobe. But just to think, Kobe influenced LeBron. Right. We would not have a LeBron James if it wasn't for Kobe. Yeah. I still remember watching the video of a young Kobe Bryant in 01 speaking at the ABCD camp, talking to, I think, a 15-year-old LeBron. 15-year-old LeBron, yeah. And, and he told LeBron that if you're trying to be where I'm at, you got to put in the work. Like, right. like when you really think about that uh, – and, and again, I I don't want to try to compare greatness because at the end of the day, if somebody was to tell me Kobe is the greatest basketball player on the planet, I really have no argument against that. Like I say, I'm a Jordan guy. Right. But just think, LeBron James, a, a man who could guard all five positions, play right. point to center, uh, he just passed the legendary Kobe Bryant on Saturday night. I mean, and, and then you, you heard how LeBron gushed over him. He was right. pouring his heart out. Like, this is a man that looked up to Kobe Bryant. We right. literally wouldn't have one of the world's greatest players if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant being who he is. That's true, And man. who he was, I should say. I can tell that LeBron always looked up to Kobe in a sense because they never had that rivalry. Even though we tried to create that, create that rivalry, I know back in 09, I was just waiting mm-hmm. for LeBron to meet Kobe in the final. Oh, you and me both. I, I was just waiting. I was like, okay, LeBron, this your chance. 
this your chance to show that you're the best player in the league. Like, now, for real. I'm going to be honest. I was your a Kobe chance. fan then. You was a Kobe fan then. Okay. I, I wanted Kobe to, to do him up in the finals. No, I did not want Kobe to do him up. <laughs> but Kobe, he did do his thing, though. They end up um, beating Orlando Magics, even though Orlando Magics, they beat the Cavaliers mm-hmm. so badly. I mean, that showed that Kobe was on a different level at that time. He he really was. He was. Even though he had some bad shooting nights, but he still ended up winning the game. It's like it's like it's crazy. He show he shows up in the fourth. But but that's the that. thing. That's that mama mentality that people talk about. Yeah. Like like Kobe literally had no fear. No fear. Like if he missed a shot, so what? I mean, and I know heck. I go in the gym playing rec ball. Sometimes I don't want to take the last shot. I, I'm scared my teammates gonna be looking at me like you just blew the game. But man, Kobe, he he could go out there and be That's 0 for so 20. True. You knew he was taking that you game knew he winning was taking shot. That game winning shot for real. That's man. That's why having that woman. He just she changed a lot. He was just different. And just what still got to me the most is shoes because I'm a shoe guy. I mean, when you bring in low top sneakers to like a sport like that, mm-hmm. where just jumping in is is allowed, like landing awkwardly, like you can fall a lot. Well, because people scared they gonna sprain their ankle. Sprain that ankle, you don't got no ankle support in those Kobe's, like at all. But Most definitely, he still made everybody change to low top sneakers. He made it a style, and that was the crazy thing about it. He never like changed to any other style, like. I remember now every everyone wears short shorts like to play basketball. In. True, Kobe true. never changed. He always wore like big shorts. Like he was different. Like he never adapted to what everybody else was doing. And I saw Kyrie pick that up because Kyrie don't wear nothing but big shorts too now. So I, that just shows his influence. Like he, like you said, he he would never change who he was to please people. But it's amazing he could come out with like you say the low top shoes. And again, you just see the influence. People would change who they was because, in the words of Jason Tatum, everybody wanted to be like Kobe. Right. He grew up wanting to be Kobe. Right. <laughs> it, it's truly amazing. The world definitely lost a gem on Sunday. I mean, like I say, man, it's still like a bad dream I'm trying to wake up from. Right. And that's just, man, just to, um, you, that was a good point. Like, just trying to please people. And that's something that we do as, as people as in a society like just trying to please other people really don't care about us they just mm-hmm. throw out their opinions so okay i think their opinion matters and then we change what i'm doing right and kobe i mean that's the example like don't change what you're doing just do you be who you are most definitely. just be you man most definitely jby just be you <laughs> <laughs> just do that man and that kobe set that example um i like that even though people set that example before him of course he kept it going he kept it on i mean if he changed no telling how things would have turned out for like other NBA players maybe they'll never have low top sneakers in the NBA. Like it'll be real different in my eyes if that happens. So indeed, one word, man, just different. This guy was different, man. He he definitely was. He definitely was. I I feel like also in this tragedy, like God is just speaking to the world, right? Like you you see all the posts and the memorials popping up all over social media and so the world. True. So true. Uh, people yeah. have you think that Kobe was the most hated player in NBA history, but I think this shows his passing shows just how beloved he was. Right. I mean, uh, it, it it's just truly amazing, and and like I say, I, I was never just a number one Kobe fan, but he won over my heart. So, oh man, you know, I I almost want to shed a tear now. Man, it's. I mean, when you lose a legend like that for the game, I mean, even if you don't like Kobe, if you're a basketball fan, mm-hmm. you got to respect him. I Most mean, of. you were hurt. But just as a basketball fan in general, just as a person. But just as a human being. Human being, I like, think. you see somebody die. Like, this is in a, a man, helicopter crash. It, 
this right here, Gusto, was a man who was a family man. Right. He, he had four beautiful daughters, and sadly, Gianna passed away with him Same. on Sunday. Uh, th this was a man, he was a loving husband. True. You know what I'm saying? And also with him giving back to his community with the Mamba Academy. Look, right. and, and then the mere fact, not too many men are brave enough to try to coach women's sports. Right. This man was advocating for man. the WNBA, advocating for young girls to play this game. Right. Us as men, we don't even look at um, women's sports at all. I, I, he I, gave women's sports a voice. They just got a raise up in, a, in the WNBA about a month ago. Most of So... Man, he was there for the women. Like mm. that's that's important. Most definitely. Especially as a great NBA player, you can't name too many great NBA players. I mean like legends. Or even tier two players. Truly that step into that light <laughs> and try to help women's basketball. This is like, true. I thought Kobe was gonna transition like just be like a GM of the Lakers. Cause I was kind of scared last year, cause you know Rob Palinka, he's the GM, he's with Kobe and oh, all that. Right, right. They had all this stuff going on last year, and I like, okay, Kobe must go buy the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I said he must go buy the Lakers or something, but <laughs> man, he was always there for the women, and that stuck out to me a lot. Man, that you can't find that too much. I mean, it truly shows how big of a heart the man had, and he's really opened my eyes more to the women's game. Like, it's some women out there that can really hoop. Like, like he's made me a fan of the WNBA. Oh, man. True, man. That's, man. It just still stings, man. It really does still sting. Just seeing such a crazy tragedy like that. I mean, I know tragedies happen every single day. Mm -hmm. And that opened my eyes like, man, Gusto, have you been praying about these other tragedies that have been happening? Mm -hmm. Have you been listening to the news or you just been in your own bubble? Because I feel like I've been in my own bubble. Right. Until this happened, man. I mean, people are dying literally everywhere. Yes. And I don't take the time out to really pray for those family or pray for those people, even think about those people in my heart, until you see somebody like Kobe, who you know you grew up watching this guy. You love basketball, so of course you're going to love his game as well. And seeing him getting um, just die like that, man, it just made me just think about every, everything else that's happening in this world, man. Like, this world is evil and wicked, man, but thanks be to Jesus, he gives us peace and he steps Most in definitely. that wickedness and he can bring peace to us. So I'm praying that they get that peace um, up in the Bryan family, man, right now. I really do. Most definitely. My heart definitely goes out to the Bryan family. Uh, you know, and, and to your point, I feel like that's what God is trying to show us. It, you could probably pull many points out of this tragedy, but like you just said, have you been paying attention to all the other tragedies right. going on in Have the world? You? And I noticed with, with myself personally, after the passing of Kobe Bryant and the rest of the passengers, like it it's shocked me so much to where it got me thinking about, am I truly right with God? Like, right. yeah, yeah, I go to church. You, you know, I say my prayers at night. I pray over my food, but am I really trying to be Christ like, right? Because the honest truth, you just never know when your time is up. You don't. And That's I feel so like true. God is showing the world we need to get on our our grown men and grown women stuff and make sure we're living not for man, not to please man, but to please God. Right. I saw a report that said uh, that Kobe and Gianna attended mass right. on Sunday. Right. And that just got me to thinking, like, I need to be more faithful in my own life attending church daily. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like God is just trying to show the world many different things through this tragedy. Right. That's true. And like for everyone saying that Kobe, he was a Catholic, so maybe he's not saved. 
I wouldn't run to that point so quick. So they might they some Catholics they do worship Mary and do those things, but we have no evidence that Kobe did those things. Mm. Like it's some things that Christians do and other Christians don't. So I think Kobe had I think Kobe had a good a good faith, a good solid faith from just I mean, if you're getting up seven in the morning to go to mass, I don't know what they're doing in mass, but his faith was rooted in I mean, I guess it was rooted in the God of the Bible. I mean, most definitely. It just depends on what they were doing there, but we don't know. So please don't, don't throw assumptions, all these things. I, I hate when people do that. If you don't have the facts, if you can't show me evidence, don't just throw out Kobe was doing this and doing that. No, don't do that with nobody. Don't just do that with somebody you just met. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a Christian. Don't just be just spewing in their face. Oh, you did this. You do that. You don't know you until they tell you. Exactly. And and I think that's the thing that sometimes bother me with Christians. I'm a Christian myself. Uh, I, I attended Catholic school growing up. Yeah. Uh, but I always went to church at a Baptist church. Yeah. Down in Utica, Mississippi, little, little country town. But the thing is, yes, Catholics are Christians and they may have some practices that kind of vary from, I would say, the Baptist and the Baptists have uh, practices that vary from the Catholics, from yeah. the Pentecostal, from mm-hmm. the AME, African Methodist, Episcopal. But the point is, I think we as people need to realize it's not us that other people have to please in order to get to heaven. Right. You, you, you need to be saved. And as long as you believe in Jesus... And you save, like, who are we to try to put somebody in heaven or hell? Right, you That's not our place. It's not our place to put somebody in heaven or hell. Like, don't even speak on that. You have no exactly. foreknowledge, no knowledge about that. I mean, just thank God that you have breath today. Exactly. And worry about evangelizing to some other people that are alive. Most definitely. Like, can we stop focusing on where other people are mm-hmm. and focus on the people that's here on this planet? I mean, that's the main focus, the people that are here. And so instead of worrying about people that passed away, did that not talking about like worrying like uh, like don't grieve or something like you need to grieve grieve is good it's better to go to a house of mourning than a house of feasting so it's good to mourn but you need, need to make sure that you're just not just acting in a certain in a weird way i just take it like weird when somebody just try to spew different things that they don't know about it's just weird to me in a sense well i i feel like people gusto always in tragedies it it tends to sometimes bring us closer together, but at the same time, it can also divide us. Yes. People need to keep their minds focused on the right thing. Right. Uh, it, if you were a Kobe Bryant fan, or even if you weren't, the fact still remains that people lost their lives. Right. You should grieve, grieve. but also pray for the family right. and pray for Kobe, Gianna, and the right. rest of the passengers' spirits. And I pray that God be pleased with all of them. Right. But like I said before, it's not our place to put somebody in heaven or hell. So just doing a tragedy like this, I wish people would stay away from certain topics like that. Like that. It's true. Like pray for the family. I mean, like we need to be worried about Vanessa and their salvation and their hope. I mean, they just lost a father and a daughter. Most we definitely. need to worry about their mental health and those things and the, and the other families as well. Yes. Like we need to worry about them and pray for their families and make sure they have hope. And so that's, man, that's just the way we need to approach things, especially when it comes to a tragedy like this. I mean, any type of tragedy, you see anybody die, just don't try to put nobody in hell. Because you can't do it. Indeed. <laughs> you cannot put nobody in hell. I mean, unless 
unless somebody just did something crazy. I mean, like if they just been killing people around, they just just been doing something crazy. Okay, you might know where they at then. They just just doing something crazy. You might, but you even might. but even are, then, just don't just don't be, bring it up. Just be, don't say it because. And, and I'm glad you said that, Gusto, because this, this has really been bothering me and ever since Kobe's passing. I saw a report earlier today where they say uh, some type of news anchor, and I don't know what station she works for, but she brought up the rape allegations against right. Kobe. I, I, I mean, I, I, and we're not going to stay on this too long, but I don't know how heartless you have to be in order to bring up something like that. And then she didn't even seem to care that this man had passed away. First off, it should be noted that right. that, that we don't support rape. We don't but support Kobe rape. was cleared he was of those cleared. charges. The charges was, was dropped. Yes. And also during this time, why can't we just as human beings, as a people of this planet, come together and just, like you say, pray for the people that's going through this tough time? Well, well why do we always have to seem like someone come out the woodworks and want to throw dirt on a man's name that's not even around to defend itself? I, I, I'm going to be honest. I probably wouldn't even had a problem with it had she brought it up while he was still alive. But to wait for a man and his daughter and the rest of these people to pass away, you, you wait for this guy to pass away and then you throw dirt on his name trying to besmirch his name. I, I, I'm i just not with that. And uh, for a guy that I looked up to and that I tried to pattern my game after the older I got, I, I'm going to tell you, that just really rubbed me the wrong way. I, I feel like people need to look to God and keep our minds on heavenly things and on right. God during a time like this. And, and also just try to take away to me, the main point of this whole tragedy, just be thankful. Right. That's my main point too. Just be thankful. Be thankful. You're still here for, for whatever reason. And, and we can't try to understand what God is doing. We can't. Like we our, our, our minds can't comprehend everything that God is doing because he's literally in control of right. everything, but we can be thankful. That's we why we was created to praise and worship him. We can at least be thankful that for whatever reason he saw fit to let us live to see right. another day. And we, I mean, we all are, we all wicked. All our hearts are wicked and we all need Jesus. So most definitely just don't say that. And like, I got man, like in Romans 10 and Romans 10 verse six through seven, it says, but the righteousness that is by faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend to the deep, that is to bring Christ from the dead. So we don't even need to be saying in our hearts, like, oh, who goes up here? Who goes down there, man? Let's just focus on the people here. Facts, and bro. let's just pray, man. Let's just pray for the lives that we can bring to Christ. I mean, that's what we need to focus on. So I don't want to stay too long on this topic, man. I just want to <laughs> move indeed, to the next indeed. one because, I mean, it's just, man, I just don't want to stay too long in this time. It, yeah, it's, it's really bringing me down. Let, let's talk about some high points of Kobe's life. Right. Like, what did you remember most about Kobe Bryant? Like, a special moment, like you were just at home watching TV, he had a shot or got a block, or he did he beat one of your teams in the playoffs, <laughs> like, stop when your team going to, going to the finals? Oh, th too many years. Too many years. <laughs> uh, Man, uh, for, for me, for me, I would say, my most memorable moment of Kobe being Bryant would have to be back in 01. He was playing against the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. 
And I was always the biggest Kevin Garnett fan. Like, I played power forward back in middle school and high school, so I patterned my shot after KG. I tried to get all his post moves down. And KG finally got Minnesota to the playoffs, Gusto. Yeah. I mean, finally, Minnesota. Minnesota. Team that, that had never been to the playoffs. KG. You wasted too much time there, too. We, we, we had KG. We had Sam Cassell. We had Latrell Sprewell. Zerbiak shooting that thing. And then we run up against Shaq and Kobe. And I remember Kobe got the rock, and he just did the most sickest. I'm talking about just absolutely ridiculous, death-defying move going baseline. He rolls up, and I knew KG was going to block it. Yeah. And then Kobe hit him with the reverse windmill underneath the basket and slammed it home, and then he (laughs) fell on the ground. And I'm going to be honest, like, I hated Kobe for that. Yeah. But right after the game, I went outside and I lowered my basket and I tried to do the exact same dunk. Right, man, snap. <laughs> yeah, I I think I do remember that game. I'm not sure though if I remember that moment exactly. Oh man, what you talking about? Man, man, that's probably top ten dunk ever in the history of the NBA. Ever, ever. Dang. He had a similar one against the New York Knicks, and I think that one was against Free Rail too, where he went baseline on him. Only this time he went up. And did the double reverse with two hands slam. I mean, I mean, the man was just a freak athlete. Uh, I, I could go on for days about all the times he put out my NBA franchises. I was rooting for for that particular year. Franchises, dang. He just oh well, well you know after Jordan retired now I I, I kind of it was some dark times for the Bulls I, yeah. I kind of went to the Timberwolves then to the Suns with Nash and Stoudemire but I mean, I got some dark times now oh uh, I mean y'all coming along though Zach Levine is playing great I can't lie he's playing great he putting up almost forty a night even get some subpar teams though man but... Zach don't want to see me on the court okay Zach don't, don't want to see me on the court all that man do is dunk <laughs> oh his game got much better now he shoots threes. He don't he, shoot the mid-range that much. He shoot them at the wrong time. I, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. He's playing more in the pick and roll, too, so I got to give him that. But my favorite moment was in 2006. 2006 playoffs against the Phoenix Sun. Oh. Um, during this time, I mean, I was I'm still a LeBron fan at this time. Of course. But just to see this, because I was – I don't know if I was a Nash fan or I wasn't a Nash fan. Or did I just like Mike D'Antoni's offense? Because yeah. it was just like fast pace, don't play no defense. Of course. They still do it now. Like, come on, <laughs> Houston, Houston, play some defense, bro, please. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not just even that bit. much. Just just <laughs> play the passing lanes or something. Like, they had a fast-paced offense. They really, like, were the first people to play, like, a five out with, like, Sean Marion was at the five sometimes. Like uh, Sometimes. I mean, I know they had stat. They had Amari dunking that thing yeah, Omar, on the yep. pick and roll. Mm-hmm. But you had Nash. I think you had uh, Sean Marion. Stoudemire, I'm not sure. I think that yeah, might have Marion, been the year. Marion played the four. He played the four. He played four. the four. Stoudemire played the five. And tell me, well, I can't remember. I think Quentin Richardson. Quentin Richardson. I think he was there that year. I'm not sure. I think he was, though. And that might have also been the year. I can't remember if that's when Joe Johnson left and went to the Hawks. But I know he cut his teeth out in Phoenix with Steve Nash. That's when he really became Joe Johnson that we knew and loved in Atlanta. So, yeah. But this, this, man, I'm just going to play this clip right here. Okay. Like this Kobe Bryant clip. Like, it was just crazy. A one-point game. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Now you got to get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Lakers need a three. Lakers have made five shots. Unbelievable. I mean, I was in shock when he hit that shot. Like, 
ain't no way you going right. You have two people coming at you, one person already guarding you, and you just rise over the top. I mean, like, at that point, I'm like, man, this is a stupid shot because you need to pass it. Like, <laughs> you see somebody coming, fam, like, pass the ball. The black mama ain't passing, though. He, he ain't passing, <laughs> and he made it, and he did, though, like, the fist pump. The fist grab, like, that, that Michael Jordan fist grab. The Michael Jordan Tiger Woods fist pump. I was like, man, this man really think he Michael Jordan. I said, this man really think he Michael Jordan. That I remember that moment the most, man. That was, that was a crazy. That was a crazy shot. Most I mean, you got some more. I have some more great moments like they were playing against the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. I forgot what year that was, but he was killing Paul George. I think they were down by ten. I can't remember, but I remember him four threes straight, and they were all in the fourth quarter, and they were like crazy threes. If I, you want me to, I can pull that clip up. I, like it's. I mean, that's just it was just crazy. It was just crazy. I, like, I, I'm gonna be honest. I I think the fans that deserve to hear that right there. Man, it was so man. Kobe Bryant. I was like, ain't no way he was hitting those shots. Like, like the thing about Kobe was, like we said earlier, the no fear factor. And then in the in the fourth, I'm gonna be honest. To me now, he might even be more clutch than Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. I mean. I, back in 09, I think he had like four or five game-winning shots that season before they went on to win the NBA championship. I mean, the, the man just had ice water in his veins, Gusto. Crazy. Man, that's just – you think it was more clutch than Michael Jordan? Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm tripping. I, I, I'm tripping. But I don't you know. do know LeBron have more clutch shots than both of them. I think that's in the playoffs, though. See, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I think he was more clutch because – Kobe, he might not ha- have the same stats as LeBron. No, he don't have as many rings as Jordan, but it's just that X factor. It, it, it was just yeah. something extra about Kobe. Like he said, he wasn't scared to miss the shot. He wasn't True. scared to miss the shot. He was not scared to miss the shot. Now, LeBron might be scared. He might be scared to go he, to the free throw line sometimes, too. That makes me mad. Guys, doing it. I, I'm, I'm doubling down on it. <laughs> Kobe, most clutch ever in NBA history. You heard it first here. Kobe, most clutch ever in NBA history. I probably, you probably never heard. It's probably been said before, I'm sure. Well, I'm saying I'm it sure. again. All the L.A. fans, like, they love Kobe. Like, uh, we're going to give Kobe a hand clap. For, I mean, give you a hand clap for that. Just for mentioning that. Shoot, make them the logo, folks. What are we waiting on? Right. It's it's crazy now that we think about, like, making him the logo now since it's his, since he passed away. Man, I just wish our minds can just be focused on the people that we love while they're here now. Exactly. And that's just the crazy part about it. Like, I never in a million years thought Kobe Bryant should ever be on the NBA logo. But now he done passed away. We see his greatness. Like, we don't appreciate greatness till it's gone. We, we don't appreciate we truly people till they're gone. We truly don't. And, and maybe that's something else God is trying to show us, that we need to start giving people their flowers while they're still here with us. Yes. Like, give people their flowers. Like, I don't care whether you love Kobe, whether you hated Kobe. The fact remains, this man is a top 10, heck, top five, top five greatest player of all time. Yeah. Now, 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 where you want to put him after that, I don't care. But top five greatest all time, Facts. he he earned it. He earned it. So, we, we, we really truly got to start giving people their flowers while they're here. And that's why, looking back on it, it's kind of eerie, but it still gives me chills. Just hearing LeBron talk about Kobe Bryant the way right. he did after passing him, I mean, 
It's just crazy. That just shows how much love we need to have for people. And mm-hmm. that just shows how much our hearts really don't love. We think that we love. We think we showing we love. We think we showing love, but we not really showing that genuine love. Mm. I mean, that like, agape love. Right, that agape love. We not we need to show that love that Jesus showed. I mean, when he was with the disciples in the room, mm-hmm. he was, he's washing their feet. He know that Judas about to betray him, but he still washes it washes Judas' feet. Like mm-hmm. he know he, I, he okay, he about to betray me. He about to um get me to the Romans. True. But I'm still gonna wash his feet anyway. I'm still gonna show him love. Most that agape love. And that's the love we need to show one another, man, each and every single day. We don't need to wait till someone die. And then we like internalize like, man, that dude meant a lot. Like I never like Thought the thought about Kobe the way I thought about him now. Think about him now mm-hmm. when he was here. I mean, I always thought he was a great player. I always I had him in my top three. Like I had Jordan, LeBron, then Kobe Bryant. I really wanted to put Kevin Durant in there as number four, but he made me so mad going to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah, so mad. Yeah, he, like, that, that's still my guy though. But yeah, he still, made me I, mad. I, mean, I still love Kevin Durant game, <laughs> but like he went to the Golden State Warriors. Like I was gonna have him in my top five. For show like even before he even won a ring, most of was just seven feet. But like, <laughs> man, we just have to start showing each other love for real. Most but I, man, let me just play this clip. Oh, you got the clip for us, Gusto? I, I got the clip. Okay, when Kobe Bryant he actually hit three threes, and he was really he was laughing at Paul George why he hit these threes. So let me just play this clip. Need a score because even if they get a three, they're still down. They yeah. have to Kobe. Three on its way. Got it. Oh, Bryant, a huge three. Did you see that it's shot? A one-point game. That's what they came to see. No, he even has to smile on that one. Come on, Kobe, look at me. Kobe, look at me. Kobe, come on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even you have to smile on that one. He's saying to himself, man, my legs are dead, but... I can still throw it up toward the basket. That was some, I mean, that was some attempt. 104, 103. Now, Brown in a frenzy. Now, even if he makes two, you're still in that same scenario where you could get a miracle three and tie the game. And there's still 10.5 left. Paul George makes it yet again. That was some shot by Kobe. Catch and fire. I mean, <laughs> and so ooh, sweet. Kobe's second three of the game pulls him to within one. Now it's back to three. 106, 103, and there's your final 20. <laughs> Simply incredible. Man, I, re- I remember that like, man, that was crazy. Like, I remember that like that was yesterday, though. And it should be noted, Paul George is still, but he was before the injury, an elite, elite, elite. Defender six nine long, and this was going up against a uh, elder Boy, statesman man. Kobe, right? Not, not young legs Kobe, not not NBA Street Volume Two Kobe with the ridiculous hops, but a uh, elder statesman Kobe coming off Achilles, I believe. Right, man, <laughs> that's that man there. Even if he didn't get hurt, maybe he would have had one more ring, but maybe them low top Kobe's got to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't think I'm not shoot. sure because I done played in some low top Kobe's. I never had no, I never had no problem with him at all. So I doubt that that had to play a factor into his ankle injury. It just, I mean, age, wear and tear on the body. I mean, you're but, steady pushing yourself. You're playing while you're hurt. You're not missing any games for twenty years. For twenty years, no low management, like no, none. 
Now, now that's one thing he didn't none. believe in was load management. I mean, broke finger, broke hand. I mean, you can barely walk. He's taping up almost his whole left leg, like one 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 time. And it's just crazy. You still playing through all that. And man, he showed you, man, don't matter what. Just keep on going. Keep on moving, man. You might be in this state of your life. Yeah. And it's just a big hurdle. Man, just keep moving. Kobe showed you that. Like, just keep moving. He never, ever took no days off. Like, even when things not not looking good, we often like go into our share, like, man, I gotta stop this. Yes. Like, I can't be doing this no more. Like, um, for like just give an example, like just when you were in school and you're taking these tests. Like in chemistry, man, I hated chemistry. I was never good at chemistry. Oh, me neither. I made like, really, I'm going to say this um, on there. I'm going to say it. made like a 30, like a couple of times on some chemistry exams. Okay. And sometimes I was like, oh, you made the same? Well, well that's 29 points better than me. Oh, 20, oh <laughs> you, made a, you made a one? Uh, the teacher was being generous. I generous, really made a she gave a one. I think, <laughs> I think she was being petty, fam. Like, oh, well, well, looking back on it now, that's petty. A one, just Ms. give Clark, me a zero. I'm coming to see. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Clark. She passed me though. She let me play basketball that season. Thank you, Miss Clark. I still appreciate you. And right, I was gonna give up, and I was like, no. Start going to the teacher office. Blah blah blah. And man, end up getting a C. Mm. And so, don't settle. Just keep on moving. Keep on pushing. Even though somebody might say, "Hey, you settle for a C." Hey, that C was an A to me. Most definitely. I, hey, that's because C was you an put a. in the work. I put for in it. that work for that C. And I was even surprised that I got a C in chemistry. And it's just regular chem. This is not even organic chemistry or nothing like right, that. Right, right. I, I just went good at chemistry. <laughs> you know, and I think that's a lesson that I really learned from Kobe. Like, I remember when my feelings toward him started to really change. I think it was after he broke his finger and he still played with it. Like, I was like, man, this guy is just crazy. Like, if I break mm. a finger and I'm a yeah. multimillionaire, like, oh, no, I'm not playing. I just sit out till my finger get right. better. I'm a, my money already guaranteed. Like, what I'm play for? And, and I, I want to say that season, I don't even think the Lakers made the playoffs. I think this was right after the split of him and, and Shaq. Mm-hmm. But for this guy to still go out there, beat up, hey. battered, you know you're getting doubled and triple teamed every night. You know you're getting fouled. The ref's not calling everything. And, I mean, the man was just a warrior. Uh, I remember, Gusto, I bought a Kobe Bryant book about maybe a little over a year ago. And I read this book in like two days. And one story I just really remember was Kobe was talking about that game against the Utah Jazz when he was young and he shot those four air balls. Mm -hmm. And when he shot the air balls, of course, everybody was clowning him. We didn't right. have social media back then. But Ooh. Kobe said, like, that same night, he went to a local gym. He showed the gym owner, hey, I'm Kobe Bryant. I play for the Los Angeles Lakers. He showed his Laker card. The guy let him in the gym, and Kobe say he stayed in that gym for, like, 24 hours straight, just shooting none but jumpers. Non-stop for 24 hours straight. straight. Right. Like, like, that type of work ethic right there, that's ridiculous. Right. That that's ridiculous. But that ought to tell young people like you say out there, whatever you're facing in life, I mean, sometimes bad stuff gonna happen. You might be embarrassed, you might be hurt, right, you might be injured, you might right. be broken down, you might yeah. feel like the whole world's against you. They laughing at you. But you can't give up on yourself. Right. You can't. The only thing you can do is try to get better every single day. And that's definitely something Kobe Bryant did. Right. He never gave up. Even in towards the end of career trying to I think he he was satisfied. Most he was definitely. definitely satisfied with his career. Most definitely. He put 
everything on the court every single night. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to be. We need to be satisfied, like, with our lives. like. And that's what I just want to talk about. Like, how do we make life count? Like, just seeing Kobe pass and seeing this tragic um, incident, also the other um, seven people that passed, I mean, it's still tragic to even talk about. I don't even like talking about it. It's just so yeah. tragic. Yeah, I know. I mean, just we see Kobe's life. We see that he made life count. Like, even though he had so much more to do, like we say Kobe has so much more to do off the court, mm-hmm. like uh, doing the movies, doing the podcast with um, for the kids. Also, he got the Mamba um, Academy for the women, helping women's basketball, p- pushing it further. And like most deaf, we see that he made his life count. Like facts. This reminds me of the parable of, of the talents. The parable of the talents. Um, he one dude had five, one dude had four, so on and so on. Well, one dude had one. And the dude who had, um, I think the the person who had one, he didn't do nothing with his talent. But the other people, they got more. And, like, everything God has given us, are we going to give every single thing that he gave us? Are we going to push it all out there? Are we going to give more? Are we going to get more Mm. like we see Kobe did in his life? That's a great point. That's a great point, Gusto. I, I feel... I don't know. I mean, because Proverbs tells us the heart of man is never satisfied. Right. And I wouldn't necessarily say that Kobe felt satisfied with his career, but I do. I do know he felt at peace about his career because that's a better way to put it. Because I feel like if you genuinely put in hard work and you know, you gave your all then hey. I can live with that because even after he retired, he came out and said that it still bothered him that he didn't get to that six ring to tie Michael Jordan. But like I say, I feel he was at peace with it because he knew while he was in the league and once Jordan retired, nobody put in the type of work that Kobe did. So his five championship rings to me, Even if somebody comes along, someone else comes along and wins six or seven, to me, his five would really mean more. Like, it's like Robert Ory said, besides, rings aren't everything. You know what I'm saying? I feel even without the two rings after Shaq, Kobe was still the top five greatest player of all time. True. So. I agree with you on that. Like, just to make life count, like, how do you think we should go about that? Like, making life count. Mm. I mean, number one, we definitely got to keep God first in order to make life count. Because, I mean. Without him, everything is vanity. It's just, I, uh, I mean, it wouldn't make no sense for you to get the whole world and still lose your soul. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in order to make your life truly count, truly count, I feel we all need to devote it to God. Now that doesn't necessarily mean uh you need to be a preacher. Right. Uh go join a monastery, become a monk right. or a nun, but uh <laughs> but 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 I feel like 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 we can honor God in whatever we do. You uh, can, you can. I think it's in Proverbs chapter 16, if we commit our works unto the Lord, he'll establish your steps or your ways. Most definitely. Like whatever you're doing, whether it's playing basketball, if you are a priest, whether it's a teacher, you need to commit that work unto the Lord and he'll order your steps. He will establish your steps. God is faithful and true. And God is not a man that he should lie. And I feel like, I feel like 
we as people, if we could go about committing everything that we do to God, if you're in a relationship, be more faithful to that woman. I, right. I know society teaches us to do different things and whatnot, and I know nobody's perfect, but if you're married, then be the best husband you can be. Be the best wife you can be. If you got a baby mama, you don't have to talk down on her. You know, y'all could raise that baby uh, together. Not saying you have to be together. If you work, I don't care if you work as a teacher or a trash man or, heck, working at your local library. Nobody is better than the next man. Right. But if you go to work every day and truly put in work and truly commit to serving others, and I think that's what Kobe Bryant did, and I know for a fact that that's what Jesus did and still doing Jesus came down in the body, flesh and blood like us. And like you said earlier, he, he washed people's feet. Right. Like this is the son of God washing, washing people's, people's feet. feet. That's why Peter was so stunned when he said, like, you would never wash my feet. And, right. and then to think about it, I mean, let's be honest. How many of y'all would even wash your own mama's feet? Man, I, 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 hey, 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 ooh, that would be hard. I, I, I mean, <laughs> come, come on now. And, and, and and, and, you know, so something like that, I feel like if we just truly commit our works unto God, we could be satisfied in this life or we could be at peace. Just like Kobe with the Mamba Academy. You know, right. pe people always saw him scowling on the court. He was a killer. He was a black Mamba trying to kill everything in his path. But, you know, towards the end of his career and then after his career, you, you really saw the generosity he had. You saw the humanity he had. He kind of he kind of was a recluse, but he pulled back the veil and showed you a little bit of who he truly was. I mean, this man gave so much to young people. You you see all the different pics of him with his young daughter. And, and I mean, and that's one thing that kind of just really breaks my heart. I was really looking forward to just seeing her grow up, seeing her carry on Kobe's legacy. Right. You know, so. Right. As a, as a 13 year old, just passing away, mm. she just became a, te a teenager. Most basically. definitely. And like, man, that shows you like life. I mean, death has no respect of person. At no all. respect. No respect. I mean, if you can't, I mean, man, death is there. It's there. It's like, mm. we can't do nothing about it. But uh, thank God he, he Giving us a way to defeat death through Jesus Christ. So Most definitely. That's the beautiful thing about the gospel, that death has no longer, no reign over us because of Jesus Christ and his blood and his love that he shed um, for us on that cross. But just going back to the parable of the talents, man, like the dude who had one talent, he said like, he said, so he said, I was so afraid that he went, he was so afraid that he went to go hide one talent. Not 10, not 20, but one talent into the ground. Because he was like, man, you, master, you a hard worker. You hard this. And he's scared. So we don't need to be scared. Even we feel like we have so little talent. Like, we feel like, man, I'm not that good at this. Even just a little bit of talent. Use that talent and get better and better and better. And that just goes back to what you were talking about. Like when Kobe, when he played against the Utah Jazz, as a Ricky, mm -hmm. and he shot those air balls right then, right there. He was the dude with one talent for real. Who like he had no talent at all, like none, dude. Like he was the dude with that one coin. Like Kobe coins were out. He had one right. coin that year. For those of y'all that don't know what talents are, yeah, <laughs> like it's a, it's a it's a coin like you put in the ground back then. So he had that one coin, 
but he gained so many coins over his career. Most definitely. Like, he went and used those coins and put those coins on deposit like the person should have did up in this scripture. But Indeed. he didn't. Now, imagine Kobe just didn't go work as hard as he did. He still would have had one talent, one coin. True. Just put it like that. And he would just never be Kobe Bryant. True. He never would have been Kobe. He probably would never be able to fly up in, up in a helicopter anytime he wanted to. Mm. So, it just shows that we need to work hard, man, even when we feel like, man, you know, things are not going that good, man, and I don't think I have it in me to get things done. Or maybe you, you feel like you're not getting the respect that you deserve. Right. And that's when we need to stop leaning on other people. Like, that's a good point, like the respect that you deserve. Like, we don't need to look for other people's respect. I mean, we got respect and love and favor from the Lord, and I know that we as people want people to respect us, admire us, Look at us in a certain light. True. But if we just keep our minds focused on Jesus, I mean, those things will come. When we start thinking like, okay, I want other people to glorify me, focus on that, I mean, things turn out bad. True. That's facts. For real. Man, I was thinking, Gusto, about what you said about how precious life is. And I would like for people just to really think on this, me personally, I feel like we should not question God. Mm-hmm. And I know a tragedy like this kind of makes people want to do that. Right. But that just mm-hmm. kind of reminds me. Let me just say me. something right quick. Go You're ahead. right. Like, we should not question God. And this, she's not talking about, like, the questioning. Like, it's the difference between questioning God and asking questions. Like, when Most you up. ask questions about the scripture, like, when, when, what was it written? Do we have proof that Jesus rose from the dead? Those things are okay. I just want to put that in. Uh, of course, of course. But like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'm saying, like, like whenever somebody passes away, we do have a tendency to say, like, why him, God, or or, or why this? But the thing we got to remember, God is always in control. And that just kind of brought me to Job. I think it's Job chapter 1. Yeah, Job chapter 1, verse 21. When all this bad stuff was happening to Job, right. Job responded in Job chapter 1, verse 21, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I mean, you, you, you really got to think, Job, to me, is a man who went through more than anybody that I can ever recall going through in the history of man. And I know sometimes in tragedies, you will feel like it's unfair. I think we all as Kobe fans feel it's unfair to have such a great man taken away from us. But we got to remember the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest, to be honest, it, it, it's still sad, but that gives me peace knowing that God is in control of everything. Right. That just gives me more peace too. Just knowing God in control. Like, if I didn't know God was in control, I'd be like so lost and be like, okay, man, what's really going on? What's really going to happen? But God's in control, so we Most don't definitely. need to worry. And you shouldn't just tell somebody. I'm not saying just go out there to somebody who's grieving and say, okay, God is in control. Yeah. When, in the now, don't be, grief, disrespectful right, don't be disrespectful now. Don't be disrespectful now. That's not the way to go. Like Sometimes you just need people to just sit there. Don't say nothing mm. with them. Like, like in the book of Job, they literally they came and sat there, and they didn't say nothing to Job at all. They literally just came there and just sat with Job. Like, they didn't quote no scriptures. They didn't do none of that at the beginning. Like, they just came and sat with Job in that grief. 
And I think that what we need to do sometimes when we see people in grief. I mean, in grief. I mean, not sometimes. I mean, all the time. Like when you see people in grief, like can we just sit there with them in their presence and just soak it all in? Not just throw Bible verses at them, this and that. But let's just keep our hearts and our mind focused on this. And I know it's always hard when we don't. I know it's always hard for people when they don't know somebody personally and they just see their lives from the outside looking in and they don't know if they were saved. So they always ask those questions like, was he saved or not? It's different. It's a different, I mean, it's just a different feeling when you know somebody passed away who was in the Lord and you're like, okay, since some instances they might throw a parade for that person, but this is not the case. So in different situations, we need to sit there and just grieve with people, mourn with people, man. Well, and that brings me to, the shortest verse in the Bible. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Uh, but like you were saying, in a time of tragedy, why would people, you, you, in a time of tragedy, you, sometimes you don't need to say anything. You could just mm-hmm. let people grieve in That's their own true. way. Uh, that reminds me of when Jesus brought Lazarus back from the dead. Right. But if you remember in the Bible, and I, I, I'm looking up your verse so people bear with me, but it says Jesus wept. Yeah, Jesus wept. Now, definitely cried. N- n- now, why would the Son of God weep? Why would he cry over a dead man that he's about to bring back to life? And he knew he was about to bring him back to life. And, and I understand that we're not Jesus. We can't bring Kobe back, no matter how bad we want. But the thing about it, Jesus wept because in his humanity, he, he didn't go there just quoting scriptures the the scripture doesn't say he was just quoting scriptures and telling them this and that it says jesus wept right he wept because at that moment he was human he was hurt and and although uh affliction and pain is part of this life jesus felt the suffering of those that was crying for lazarus right in this life jesus promised us trouble like in this life you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world most definitely so we have to keep that in mind man and just keep I, I like to always think about like James chapter four, verse 14. It's always been like a verse I try to think about. Cause like just me in general, I like to plan things. I like to think ahead mm-hmm. say, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And sometimes it makes me lazy. Like yeah. I think I got all the time in the world. Right. And like, I just remember when I first read the book of James, like James to me, I love that book. It's like just a short version of mm-hmm. Proverbs to me. Like I've read James chapter four, verse 14. And it was like, um, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. Like, what is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while then vanishes. Like, he was like, some people playing, they're going to do this tomorrow. Let's go make this money and that money. Like, tomorrow is not promised not to promise. us. not promised. Can we just need to work in the moment, work right now, focus on right now? Because I know I worry about the future a lot. And that's not, that shouldn't even be in my heart or my mind. I'm still working on that. True. But still, just focusing on the moment right here and right now. And, and Jess, I want to give you people that verse, shortest verse in the Bible. John chapter 11, verse 35, Jesus wept. So in, in right. your spare time, <laughs> I, I would say look that up and just reflect on that. Reflect on Jesus weeping. Reflect on his humanity and compassion for, for those that were sad over Lazarus' death. Right. Instead of just trying to throw everything in their face, man. That's just the worst thing you can do in that moment, like for real. Which is why I don't like people bringing up negative stuff about Kobe in this time. Let, let's just appreciate the man for his greatness and let's just send our heart and condolences out to the Bryan family, and to the rest of the fans around the world. 
Right. And they just continue to pray for the family and continue to pray for this wicked and evil and fallen world that we live in, that we are all a part of this. Most definitely. Everybody is broken and we participate in brokenness each and every single day, man. And so we always need to have on our hearts and on our minds that we're not better than this person or that person, but we all are good enough for the grace of God. As long as you're good enough for the grace of God, you are good. And so that's the mindset that we need to always keep, especially when you're approaching topics like this, like grief and heartache and stuff like that, man. Jesus, he gives us that peace so we can give peace to others. So that's why he gives us peace so we can distribute that peace to other people. Most definitely. Instead of like sadness and sickness and all these things you're coming at people different ways talking about conspiracies and stuff like that like no let's just go to god first yeah let's leave that alone let's just go to god first man and every single thing that we do man for real man if you don't mind gusto it was just one more memorable kobe moment that came to my mind Mm -hmm. if you could look it up i think i i can't remember what year i think that was the year d wade Led the NBA in scoring in 09. But Kobe was playing D-Wade at home. Oh, at in Miami. In Miami. Oh, man, I remember and, that. I was literally sitting in my grandma's room watching that game. I, I, and now, for, for people that don't know, Jordan is my guy. KG, T-Mac, those are my guys. But when D-Wade came in the league and everybody was on LeBron's bandwagon, and side note, I am a LeBron fan now. I love the guy. But when everybody was on LeBron's bandwagon, I told them, this guy D-Wade is the real deal. Kobe went down to Miami back in 09. And I'm talking about the Heat played them so tough. D-Wade guarded them almost the whole game. (laughs) And on the last play, they inbound to Kobe. And Kobe just gave like a little shimmy shake. Jumps up, one-legged, three. D-Wade with his hand right there. I'm talking about centimeters from blocking the ball. And Kobe just drains it off the backboard. And I mean, <laughs> he, he had me so hot that night. I, I went in the front. I almost said a cuss word to my daddy. My daddy was asking me what was wrong. Right. I'm like, Kobe just beat D-Wade in the heat, did And all you heard was just like, <laughs> just that. Just, uh, <laughs> I mean, the crowd was just going crazy. Like, I got, I got the clip. Let me play the clip. Our test looking gets to the Bryant. Brian Trillian has to put it up for the buzzer. Banks it in. Ha-ha! He banks in the three. I thought they were in Miami. They were actually in the league. The win the game. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> I mean, what can you do to stop that? That's unstoppable right there. Like, that's crazy. That game winner right there was just something. Just something to... But you want to know something? Yeah. And the Bible tells us in Proverbs, iron sharpened iron. Like, I truly feel like Kobe Bryant made D-Wade a better player. Kobe Bryant made LeBron James a better player. Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant made T-Mac step up his game. Yeah. Like, of course, these players was already great. But think about it. Like, even Allen Iverson, one of the most iconic players in the NBA. changed the game. He changed the game. But we've... Especially remember AI for that step over over Tyron Lue. Yeah. But that was against Kobe's Lakers. Right. Like, even AI knew going up against the Lakers, going up against Kobe, he had to come with his A game. Had to bring Every it. single night. I, I, I mean, Kobe brought the best out of everyone. <laughs> the players, the fans, the coaches. I, I mean, he was just simply amazing. So, what's your last thought 
upon this tragedy that happened, man. Oh, man. I would have to say my last thought is just, you know, I, I'm, I'm really going to miss Kobe Bryant. I, I hate that his daughter perished. I hate all the other passengers perished. And I just feel like from here on out, people should just reflect mm-hmm. on the greatness of Kobe. Right. And and I'm not saying you have to live every day of your life bringing up Kobe Bryant, but right. I, I found myself these past couple of days saying, what would Kobe do? And, mm-hmm. and even though I had a sprained ankle, I found myself going to the gym, playing ball. But then not only that, I found myself going into work, and I worked just a little bit harder than what I normally work. So, yeah. so I think my last thought really is just work hard. Put in the work to be great. Put in the work to leave a lasting legacy for when you're not here anymore. Right, man. I had same way I feel, man. Like, just my last thoughts are just life in general. Mm-hmm. Like, just, man, we need Jesus so bad in this life. Amen. We think we have all the time to tell somebody the gospel. We think we have all the time to just have fun in our 20s and our 30s. And just, okay, Jesus, I'll meet you when I'm 50. Right. But 50 is not guaranteed, man. 20 not not guaranteed. Man, Wednesday is not guaranteed. And so the thing about it is we just need to fix our hearts and really just give our hearts to Christ. Like, take over. You can have us right now. It says in the book of Acts, man, just anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So, man, let's call on that name, Jesus Christ, man. Or you want to call him by Yeshua, wherever you want to call him. He hears you. He knows you. And so if we can just fix our minds on Christ, fix our minds on his goodness and his mercy and really just what he brought to this life and just what he brought to our lives and what he brought when he was here on this earth and just give it back to other people, man. So my last thoughts are just life in general, man. Just anything you're doing, man, we really need to focus on Christ, focus on Jesus and really get the other people, the gospel as well, because people need the gospel, man. People are perishing daily. Amen. I mean, daily, man. And so instead of just sitting in our, sitting on our own bubble, sitting in our own bubble, just doing what we want to do, staying with our same church friends who already know Christ, man, let's go out to the streets, man. Let's go out to the bars. Let's go out to the strip clubs. Let's go out to the gyms, whatever you're doing, whatever your occupation is, man, bring up Christ. If you're a believer, bring up Christ. I mean, this is a perfect moment to just introduce Christ right now because everyone is dwelling on Kobe at this moment. True. And so this can be a gateway to a conversation. Mm-hmm. You can just sit back and say, hey, Kobe just passed. Did that make you think about your own life? Did that make you think about death? Mm-hmm. Did that make you think about like, wow, he passed away, I can too? And so you can lead that right in from there to the gospel, man, of Jesus Christ that we don't have to do nothing, like no works are at all allowed. No works at all Jesus said You don't need to do nothing I already did it on the cross So man Can we just trust in him And trust in every single thing That he did man So That's it for this episode man Well I appreciate you my brother It's always good to talk with you Yeah man Thank you for Thank you for coming out Chop man I thank you Daily Thinkers For just listening to this episode I know It probably was a hard episode To get through Most definitely Just a great man like that Um passing away so to next time my daily thinkers just keep thinking man keep trusting in christ man and just look to the one who they pierced for you to have eternal life i'm out until next time